This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group located in Ventura, California. This week, I have a pretty interesting topic. I've titled it, Don't Let Tuition Top Retirement. We're going to talk a lot about our kids, talk a lot about those costs, talk a lot about college and the way to fund that. And once again, as always, good friend, co-host, Tony Shore is here with us. Tony, thanks for joining us. I know you've got a bunch of kiddos, I think a dozen or so at least. <laughs> and so this is probably a very real, very relevant topic for you. But how are you well, doing? Well, I'm doing great. But uh, for better or worse, this is a very relevant topic for me. Uh, now, I don't have 12 kids. I only have three. But it just so happens, Mike, <laughs> that uh, my oldest is going to be a senior in high school this year so he's entering college gonna be going to be going to college hopefully and he's looking at school so we're we're taking him around to tours of colleges and talking about tuition and funding and what an eye-opener that was for me i think you know we went to our first college he toured a, a, a big you know university in the area and then we met with the you know, the, the college counselor and uh, admin people, and they said, okay, and here's uh, what the cost is. And yeah. they, they you know, they slide that paper over to me. And the next thing I know, it's like 10 minutes later, and they're reviving me with smelling salts <laughs> because I had I had actually just went down, um, fainted. Uh, that Those are enormous. I mean, we, we've talked about costly things for people that they need to save for, like long-term care. Well, th- this one's got to be up there with long-term care. It- it's-, it's as bad or oh, worse. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, the- it's one of the more-, more costly things. And people find they're having to cover it in older years, even but- butting up against sure. retirement because, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. And I'm I'm sure, and I'm going to ask you about that, but it's a concern of mine. My wife and I are going through that right now, in fact. Uh, how about you? Have you had to put any kids through college yet, Michael? <laughs> not not quite. So I'm in the same boat as you, Tony. I've got three kids, three little girls, but they're still youngins. I've got seven, four, and a one. But it's already a conversation in my own sure. household. I mean, we've already opened accounts. We've already started saving. We already have the concern. And so just because I'm not there yet, I live and breathe this stuff with our clients, with their teenage, with their adult children. You know, it's amazing. We meet so many people in our community all the time. People come in with problems, concerns, ideas, challenges from A to Z. We see all kinds of stuff. But it's it's very interesting that when I do meet people that have children and, and pre-college year children, I would agree that most of these people, they really do focus on those two important things. They want to save for retirement, but they also want to help their kids with college. We hear this all the time. Obviously, as a parent, a parent myself, we want to help our kids. And so that's where the emphasis comes. But the problem is 
is how many people look at that and prioritize their retirement over college savings for their children. Because that's a tough pickle because a lot of people get to this college issue before they get to retirement. Right. And so if they prioritize things in a, in a chronological order, hey, I got to deal with my kids' college first and then I'll deal with my own retirement second. That is very yeah. challenging. You know, and to be fair, with the people that we meet, Tony, a lot of them talk about this theme that, you know what, they want to help their kids. They don't want them to have the experience of college expenses. They want to help them, you know, at whatever reasonable cost they can. And unfortunately, I hear it all the time, that even means they want to take money out of their retirement funds in order to cover these college costs for their kids. Uh And that's tough. That's tough. I mean, if you have a 401k and you're not 59 and a half and you start dipping into this thing, the taxation, the penalties, the the loss of compounding interest over a long period of time propelling you into retirement with all of those things lost, this is a very uphill battle. Now, you don't always want to listen to me, so I like to pull studies. And so T. Rowe Price had done a great study on all of this college jazz that we've been talking about. And in the study, it said 52% of parents prioritize college savings for their children over their own retirement. So there's the example right there. A lot of people focus on this um, because they don't want their kids to have the expenses, don't want the challenge of, of all of that. But let's be fair. We still have to take care of ourselves. Well, Because why? Well, because we're the caregivers. It's the same reason when you're on an airplane and they say if the if in case of trouble and the mask falls down, put your mask on before your kids. But that's that's a that's that's a hard thing to do. I mean, we all want to help out our kids. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times to our own Mm -hmm. detriment. And that's where the challenge really lies. I mean, you're, you're right with long term care, with college planning. These are all the things that derail our retirement plans. And so we have to be very conscious about what we do. You know, college costs have just skyrocketed. I mean, you you have the example of that you were sharing here in the beginning of the segment. Um, Look, the stuff's expensive. Heck, the college board says the total cost for a student to go to a public in-state university averages around $39,000 a year. If that kid wants to go to an out-of-state university, it's almost $97,000, dollars a year. And if the kiddo wants to go to a private school and you look at the total cost, housing, food, the whole nine yards, it would be almost $135,000 a year. Wow. Holy guacamole yeah, yeah. is, I, you know, what yeah. you say there. It's, it's, in, it's incredible. It, it's so much money. I mean, you know, I, I, uh, my understanding of this was a little skewed because, you know, I kind of went on a more normalized route. I thought I graduated high school. I went to Ventura college. I got my two year degree at Ventura college, started talking about schooling, just wasn't really overly thrilled with the idea just yet after doing the two years of, of community college. And so I ended up joining the army and I joined the army for Mm -hmm. a few years or a couple years and I got honorably discharged. And when I got out of the army, I went back to school on the GI bill 
went and got my bachelor's degree. I then used the GI Bill to go back to school to become a certified financial planner, which is a two year long program. So had all of those benefits help and support me paying for it. And so, you know, I was a numbered among the few. I was a lucky one. I never incurred any student loans or college debt because I had the blessings of obviously serving my country and then manifesting to getting some help, certainly with, with college. Now, it doesn't mean that's what everybody should do, but I think the theme of my story and my personal experience is we really need to spend some time, if we want to help our children, planning a strategy that makes sense for the child, for the parent, for everybody involved. Certainly that could mean military experience. Certainly that could mean something different than college. Perhaps the child has an aptitude for something you know, Specific. more hands on. Maybe they're a welder and they can go to a technical school. They can go get a, you know, a medical, you know, go one of these medical assistant schools or a nursing program. There's a lot of different things that people can do that need to be evaluated. And I don't think the end all be all answer for 100% of the kiddos in our world is we just send them to a, you know, Ivy league college for 135 grand a year in the hopes that they figure out what they want to do. Right. Right. You have to look at it realistically. And I'm glad you're bringing that up. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking about the steady increase uh, in the price of tuition and that it just keeps going up. Yeah. Uh, that's a big reason that parents out there are struggling to manage both their college funds and retirement mm -hmm. or other savings. But uh, what other factors are out there, Michael, that you can think of? Well, well, Tony, it's a good question. And one of the big factors is timing. Over the last many decades, people have been slowly waiting a little later and a little later and a little later in life. Um, you know, pulling out of one of those studies I was just mentioning, the average age of American women having their first child has steadily increased according to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. A lot of people are now having children between the age of 35 and 40. That's very different from 30 or 40 years ago when people had them in the perhaps the teens, but certainly the early 20s. And so you add 20 years to that. You're now a 60 year old. You've got a kid going into college. You're right there at retirement years. You don't have a lot of room for error in a sense to pull money out of your retirement accounts or not have things go perfectly smoothly with your investment rates of return and all that fun stuff. And so that's probably one of the big challenges is just the timing of an adult having a child and that child's college years falling on probably the infancy of someone's retirement. So that's a big concern. Sure. Well, and I think it's it's a real problem, obviously, and it's it's getting worse and worse. But, you know, there are ways to help. And we're going to dig into that a little deeper um, it sounds like, though, that uh, one reason is people are having kids later in life and there are sure. other reasons that this is happening. But people have to be careful because uh, retirement is serious business, too. And you really need to make sure that you do have money saved to live on in retirement. Well, right. And if you coincide those ages too much, you know, your kid's going into college in the final stretch of you saving for retirement and or actually, in fact, retiring, that's even more challenging because now we have people going on to diminished incomes and now, you know, on a diminished income, they really need their own assets, their own resources to get by living in Ventura County. And they don't have a lot of extra money to pass around. I mean, one of the things that was in one of the studies mentioned the idea of just the pensions. 
Remember, in the good old days, someone worked 30, 40 years, and then they retired with this very robust pension. Well, those don't exist anymore. We don't have those right. cash flows. So most people retire. They retire on Social Security. They retire with their retirement accounts and all the hard work and savings they have. They don't have the same type of cash flow flexibility to be helping everybody out. And this, you know, this conversation goes above and beyond just college, yeah. Tony. College isn't the only thing that, that is an expense from children. Kids in general are expensive. Have you been watching the Olympics A little at all? bit, off and on. I try to catch it when I can. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we've been watching a lot of the Olympics in the evenings, and my, my seven-year-old daughter has really enjoyed the gymnastics and the swimming, and it's funny because these are activities that we do. She goes to a gymnastics class, her and my four-year-old, and they go to swimming, and they do these things, and they really enjoy them, and it was funny because on the news segment, they were talking that there is a huge segment of our population that with all of your kids in sporting programs, they spend almost $1,000 a month paying for all the different costs associated with trainers and sports clubs yep. and gear and equipment and, and Gatorades. And gosh, I meet a lot of people that are unwilling and or unable to save $1,000 a month for retirement. Right. right. And But when it comes to their own children, it's like they do whatever they have to to make it work. People don't have that same attitude yeah. about retirement or even want to think about it at that point. And I wanted to point out from experience, as your children get older, you will spend more and more on them regarding sports or extracurricular activities. Trust me, just wait. <laughs> well, we're we're getting we're getting towards yeah. it, I guess. But you know, but that's also just one side of the coin. The other side is the expense of, well, they they want to go to college, they want to be in sports, they want cars when they turn sixteen, they want weddings when they get married. There's so many things to spend money on children, and so I think the the takeaway from a lot of this conversation is is retirement has to be a priority. Focusing on our retirement is number one, because you know what? If you have a problem, who's going to take care of you? At least your children, unfortunately, if they had accrued student loans and or some basic debt associated with college, they have their whole lives, their whole careers ahead of them to, to deal with it. You do not have that same flexibility when you're in your 60s right. and your health has declined and you don't have the same ability and the same aptitude to go out into the workforce. Exactly. That's a great point. And I think that's what people need to look at seriously. Now, we have to take a quick commercial break right here, Michael. What do you want to say to the listeners out there before we do? What do you have for the listeners today? Uh, you know, there's there's just so much here, Tony. Every week we touch on, try to talk about new topics and touch on different things that affect people's lives and the importance and the reality of it. The takeaway from this is you need a plan. You need a projection of your retirement. If I save and I do this and I do this and I do this and I do this, what will the end result be? Will I be able to retire? Then how do I incorporate paying for all the luxuries of our children and all the things we desire to do for them? If you plan it out, it can come to pass. If you hope for the best without a plan, that can have a different result. So I would encourage everyone to give my office a call, 805-500-7035. Visit our website, thelindgroup.com. Listen to all of our archived radio shows at financiallytunedradio.com. But give us a call. Set up a free complimentary consultation. Be more than happy to have a sit down and start chatting about the big picture and these plans to make sure that, that you're on board with your own retirement as, as much as the welfare of your children. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. 
money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At the Lynn Group, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your own complimentary Rule of 100 report at financiallytunedradio.com or call us today at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, Michael Mansfield, is here from the Lynn Group Michael, great show Hi. about not letting tuition top your retirement. You've been talking to us about retirement planning and tuition and how more and more parents out right. there, yeah, they're putting retirement plans at risk by prioritizing the cost of college for their children over their own futures. So uh, getting back to where we left off, how much do you think this is really affecting parents out there and their ability to retire? Well, like I said, my experience is certainly with a lot of people in the community. We deal with a lot of different age groups, a lot of different demographics. And this is a common theme for people that have children. It's a common theme when the kids take on student loans that the parents suddenly become responsible for trying to help them pay them off. I see it all the time. If I go back to the T. Rowe Price survey that we were talking about earlier, where they, they did a big focus group on kids, tuition, retirement, and all that fun stuff, there were some interesting things that came out of that survey. It said 12% of parents who are saving for reti for retirement plan on using at least a part of that to help pay for their kids' tuition. So people have already started pre-wiring themselves that, hey, I'm going to start blowing up my retirement fund in order to pay for the kiddos' tuition, which is, a once again, a, a pretty tough pill to swallow yeah. because if you have children later in life, now you're you know approaching your 60s, and you have kids in college, do you really have the time to negatively impact your accounts? Now, emotionally, we want to do that. I have three beautiful little girls that I love so much. Emotionally, I want to help them on every stinking level of life that I can. I, I do right. with all my heart. But at the same time, I'm responsible for myself and my wife too. I have, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to make sure that we don't become a detriment on our own children. By lifting their burdens to make ourselves a burden on them later, isn't necessarily fixing the problem. So those are things we have to really consider. You know, the other problem that we have when we start blowing up our retirement accounts is remember, the reason we talk so much about long-term care is for a big reason. People are living longer than they maybe naturally should these days, which sounds odd, but with medications and with surgeries, things don't kill people anymore like they used right. to. People survive cancer and heart attacks and strokes. And a lot of times they linger with those conditions in nursing homes. My grandmother passed away last March. She had her first stroke in 2005, 11 years of needing different levels of long-term care service. Do you have any idea what that did to her assets? It yeah. decimated them. Yeah. There was nothing left. Yeah. It was incredible. Not good. You know, but that's the same theme here is we have to put our best foot forward to help ourselves and then we help everybody else you know going on in that survey 51 percent of parents polled said they'd be willing to get a second job or work part-time in order to help their child financially prepare for college you know that's tough to do you know when you already have a busy life but then again at least that's an alternative that maybe doesn't fully impact your retirement plan maybe that second job using that money to help the kids is what it takes to get the job done 
Over half of parents surveyed said they would take at least $25,000 in personal debt to help cover their kids' tuition. Now that's a scary yeah. one to me. Debt is a killer. How do you take the debt if you know if you if you if you pay it on your credit card and you've got 18% interest? You know, how do you deal with that? It's overwhelming. What a burden to carry cuz what is one of the common responsible things of retirement? Try to retire as debt-free as possible. Yeah, staying out of debt is a key. Or getting yeah. getting out of so debt that, by know. that by the time that you walk away from your working years into your retirement if you can be rid of all debt by that point. Yeah. That's the ideal right there. And and something that right. really needs right. to happen for a really stress-free retirement. The other statistic here, so, so T. Rowe Price survey, 44% of those parents surveyed had funded their own educations, admitted that paying these loans off had affected their ability to property put aside money for retirement. So once again, Student debt is a huge thing. Education is a huge thing. There's such great statistics about that stuff. And the parents have already dealt with it on their own level. They had to take on the student loans. They had to pay it off. And now that is one more thing that is holding them back from their retirement goals. You know, so to start over and do it all over again can be very challenging. Yeah, it can. So the, so. Look, planning is key with everything in life. I don't care if you want to do a major repair on your car. You you kind of plan it out. You call a couple people. You get some quotes. You do the research to make sure they're not taking advantage of you. You you make everything in life thought provoked, and that puts you in a very reasonable place. Doesn't mean you won't have problems. Doesn't mean things always go smoothly. But the takeaway is, is you got to start early with planning. I mean, if you want to help kids with college, just like your own retirement, start early, save money early. You know, the easiest thing, the most common thing that people do is they open up a um, college savings account, a 529 plan. 529 plans are interesting because you get a benefit of putting money in there. It grows tax deferred. And if you actually take it out for qualified education expenses, the money and all the growth comes out tax free. So that is a nice way to save for college. Now, I have, like I keep mentioning, I've got three little girls. And so we've put a lot of time in this. And what I did is I opened two kinds of accounts for my kids. I did open 529 plans, which I fund. Um, in order to focus on the college aspect of it. But I realize that there's a bigger issue with my lovely little ladies. And that is, you know, like I said, 16 in cars and weddings and, you know, all the different life events that they need, want, desire. And so I wanted to save in a manner that wasn't completely binding to the idea of college. And so I separately opened up what's called a UTMA, a Uniform Transfer to Minor account, which is a custodial account that I'm in charge of that allows me to put money in it for the benefit of my children. And then it grows and I can take it out, but it's a it's preconditioned, it's pre-wired money for my little kiddos. That way I don't spend it, I don't abuse it, I don't even think of it as mine anymore. And so I have both accounts and I and my idea of these different accounts is one is college oriented and one is life oriented. I want to make sure that we have the resources to help our children if we choose to without going into debt without them going into debt, you know, that way we can keep things reasonable. So but all of these account, oh, go on. Well, so for our I'm listeners excited. out there, for our listeners out there, Michael, uh, if they're interested in that and knowing more about how to do that and set, set that up so they're prepared for this, you can help them with that, correct? 
Absolutely. Obviously, I've done this for my own children. We've done this for many, many, many of our clients. So if you have questions about college funding, if you have questions for just saving for your children in general, and remember, this also applies to grandchildren. So you can set up custodial accounts and 529 plans for grandchildren. We have a lot of that. Give us a call, 805-500-7035. We can walk you through the theme of how to set these accounts up, how to fund them, what makes sense. But more importantly, it's not about opening an account. It's about having a plan. So the goal is to make a plan that makes sense for you, makes sense for your retirement, for you, your spouse, whoever it may be. As long as that's intact, then we start adding on all of these different bells and whistles to create a more comprehensive analysis to say, look, your plan is intact and we can do these things to benefit your children and or grandchildren. Uh, what advice do you have for our listeners out there who have maybe already dug deep in their pockets to help their child financially and now they're worried about their own retirement? Well, look, it's never too late to get back on track. You know, that's that's the the, the fun part about life is we always can start over. The problem is we don't want to start over too late in life. We want to be careful about that because everything functions on time horizon. The benefit of funding a retirement account is time. If you start at 25 or you start at 35 or you start at 45, you're missing time later in life where that compounded growth, the idea of a, a bad stock market year versus a good stock market year, all of those things come into account. So we have to put a lot of energy into trying to plan as soon as possible. If it's something that you're already doing, you already have the kid in college, sometimes it is what it is. Sometimes the child does need to take student loans. These are things that we need to explore because remember, it goes back to the major theme here. You need a plan for yourself. If the plan for yourself is so challenged that you do not have the ability to help others, unfortunately, that is a very major consideration that we have to talk about. If there is flexibility in the plan to helping other people, then we get a look at that. But pulling money out of retirement accounts for college for other people is pretty tough because of taxes, because of penalties, because of investment time horizon because of risk. You know, if you're in the stock market in your 401k and the market goes down and you pull money out to pay tuition, your reverse dollar cost averaging, there's a lot of detriment that you can do to your investments if you're not careful. So we just encourage everybody, as always, you need a big picture plan. As long as you've mapped out your own retirements, here's how much is coming in from the world, my social security, my pensions, my external incomes. I know how much I need. I know how much I'm missing. We've solved all of that then there's so much work we can do to help you out and organize you. And that's what we encourage everybody to come in and do. All right. Plan, well, you know plan, what? Plan. We're, we're out of time for today's show, Michael. That was great information. Uh, but uh, is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, Tony. You know, college isn't easy. Paying for children isn't easy. And being a father of three <laughs> with, a, with the conversation of being the father of four going, um, I, think, I think there's just so much energy here that we need to put into taking care of our little ones. We want them to excel. Yeah. We want them to be successful in life. We want to give them our best foot forward. I totally get it. I totally understand it, but we have to be very conscious if it's truly damaging ourselves. Uh, on another quick note, just to wrap this up, social security seminar next week, the 24th and 25th of August. If you haven't registered, call in and register. Uh, it's filling up quickly. It's a great workshop getting back to the theme of you need a plan. Goal number one is you got to plan how to maximize your social security. So that's um, 
in Ventura, the 24th and 25th. Call our office, 805-500-7035. Say you heard about it on the radio. We'll get you registered. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 